Dumelang, and another warm welcome to all of you, both new and old friends. Welcome to African Women Arise. And this platform is a platform where we trust in God's promise that whoever believes in Jesus will be raised together with him. This is our hope. This is where we lean on. This is what we look to in 2021 and beyond. We are continuing in our series looking at God's character. And today we will be looking at the character, the nature of God, the essential nature of God, of righteousness and justice. I'm going to continue reading from yesterday's passage, Psalm 103, and this time I'll be reading from verse 6. Just that one verse. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. It's funny, as I was preparing, I was trying to think of someone who is righteous and just. I could find many, plenty examples of men and women who have thought, who have fought for social justice and have made a huge impact that has even reverberated into our lives, making our lives easier in this world. I will give you a few examples and I will encourage you to read how these men and women have impacted our lives even though they lived so long ago because they exuded those principles of justice. They lived out those values of justice. Further afield, I think of Ibram X. Kendi. I think of Robin D'Angelo. And closer to home, how about Nkwame Nkrumah, the late president of Ghana? Or Thomas Sankara, the past president of Burkina Faso? Or Robert Sobukwe, to name just a few. And so, as much as I could find examples of justice, I turned my attention to finding examples of righteousness. I tried to find somebody who embodies both righteousness and justice at the same time, all the time, in every action, in every word, in every thought. I struggled to find someone where both righteousness and justice are the DNA of this individual. (laughs) It's funny. I think my late mother comes close, but not quite. Notice verse 6 of Isaiah chapter uh, of, of Psalm 103 says, The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. 
I would like to suggest that you do not bother trying to define righteousness and justice or you don't bother trying to find a person who embodies both righteousness and justice in this world. When I am asked for an explanation or a definition or some sort of description of what righteousness and justice are, I find defining those terms as constructs, as concepts, as truths is not enough. They are more than that. Why? Because righteousness and justice are a person. I'm going to read Isaiah verses 9, 6 to 7 so that you get a sense of why I'm leaning on this understanding of righteousness and justice being a person. Turn with me to uh, Isaiah 9 verses 6 to 7 if you will. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Notice here that those words, righteousness and justice, occur together. I will end off here for today. I want to leave you with that lingering thought. And I will pray that the Lord writes this on your heart. That righteousness and justice is a person, not a construct, not a framework, not a truth, but a person. Tomorrow, we will give this person more of a kind of a a 3D-ness to them, (laughs) if there is such a thing. We will see how this person embodies righteousness and justice. For now... I will go and prepare tomorrow's lesson. And with that, I say thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And kia